This is East Lansing Insider, brought to you by ELI on Impact 89FM. In this show, we break down all of the news and happenings in the East Lansing community. And now, today's East Lansing Insider. Hello and welcome to East Lansing Insider, a news podcast brought to you by East Lansing Info and Impact 89FM. My name's Andrew Graham, and I'm here alone today with a really exciting show for you guys. We're going to be diving into the issue of COVID, the COVID pandemic at East Lansing Public Schools, specifically the high school, talking to a pair of students and a teacher. So later on in the episode, you'll hear a pair of interviews I do with some students. But before we get into that, I talk with East Lansing High School history and English teacher Mark Pontoni about teaching during the pandemic. So give that a listen and hope you enjoy the episode. And so I'm here now with East Lansing High School teacher Mark Pontoni. Mark teaches AP history and a little bit of English at the high school. Mark, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. I think everyone's kind of aware that being a teacher in this pandemic has been a, a very unpleasant experience compared to what what the job is imagined to be or what it is in normal times. So I think I just wanted to ask you, first of all, and overall, what's what's been the hardest thing about teaching in the pandemic going online and that I would think that takes the cake but is there some sort of specific aspect of that or just what was the the top challenge or the thing that just was like I cannot wait until I never deal with this again well I I guess it it it's would be easy to say that that would be the hardest thing but I wouldn't agree with that at this point I I think the hardest thing has been to convince people that this is something that we can get through. Once we went online, that was really, really rough and difficult to engage kids and the rest, and, and we figured it out. You know, the, the, the teachers and the students figured it out. And then, you know, we went back partially in person and partially online, and that was that is something I don't ever want to do again. But we figured <laughs> that out, too. And... It, it just, I, I really did have a discussion today with my two classes because we're in finals week and we talked about the, the challenges of keeping our heads up because the messages all around us are how hard this is and how much anxiety is being caused by all this. And I think it's easy to get caught up in some of that. And so keeping the kids positive and letting them know that, that um, yeah, this this is something that most people have never had to deal with. But when you get out on the other side of it, you're going to be able to say you did something that no one before you has ever done. So I do think the biggest challenge is keeping people focused and, and positive. Yeah, I think that's that's actually a really great point about the being the people who did this. And it's, it gets framed so much as you know enduring this, but on some aspect of we're going to be the people one way or another who ends ends this whole thing. So I, I think that's that's a really good point on that framing. Getting into to this year, I know it was sort of the the big deal of coming back in person. What were what were some of the one-off or sort of new challenges of this past fall and getting into finals now of this first semester of teaching in person with the COVID reality? Well, I think I, if you would have asked me this question an hour ago, I might have given you a different answer. I, I found out an hour ago uh, a, a friend of mine died today. 
uh, of COVID. He was in the hospital for another procedure, caught COVID, and died today. And, Terribly sorry. Yeah, I no, thank you. I have I struggled even whether I should do this because I'm in such a I'm I'm angry about things, you know, COVID related. I'm angry that we're still doing this, and I think about the environment at at the school and how a, a huge percentage of people take it super seriously and are doing what they can from administration down to students and, and teachers, everybody, and not everybody. That's my point. <laughs> That's the part that makes right. me angry. Uh, the, the, the fact that we still have to try to convince people of this, the serious nature of the disease. And I don't mean to sound contradictory to what I said in the last question. This, this is hard, but not enough people are taking it seriously. And it's not just within the school, it's within the community, it's around the state and around the country. And today, another friend with two kids in his 40s who had a medical issue unrelated to COVID is, is now dead because of it. And that appears in front of the, those things. This is my fifth friend or acquaintance that has died from COVID. And I got it myself. And, you know, I'm triple vaxxed. I mask all the time. I don't go anywhere. And I got it. I caught it. And right before Thanksgiving, and I was down for 10 days. And, and I was angry about it because I and most of my colleagues, most of my students, most, I mean, all of my administration, they're doing what they do in the right stop. They're doing what they're supposed to do. But some people won't. They can't or they won't. And that's a daily reminder to me of how frustrating this is, that we just can't do something so simple as mask up uh, to protect other people. So I'm sorry for the long response and the sadness of it, but it honestly, if you would have asked me an hour ago, I may have, I would have responded differently. No need to apologize. I really appreciate you, frankly, sharing all of that. And I think that I do want to just take a moment and say my condolences and for to all of you. And I think that gets to a bigger point too, if it's gotten to a point where we all know any number of people who have gotten really sick or more tragically died. And yet we still can't seem to just do all the things we know work to get to the end of this. So I, I, I personally am in a bit of agreement with you there. The last kind of point I wanted to touch on and thing I kind of wanted to get a teacher's perspective on is I talked to a few of the high schoolers for this pod. And one of the things they kind of talked about and I definitely related to is if I was a high schooler, I think by this point and being in the third year of this, I would just be very checked out and just kind of disengaged. And I kind of wanted to ask you what's been your perspective, because I'm sure there's still plenty of students, too, who are really sort of to your point, keeping their head up and, and really being clear eyed and focused and engaged. And I just kind of wanted to see what your experience of that and sort of how students have responded at this point. Well, it's, I guess I would answer this in similar fashion to I answered some questions the other day for another media is that one of the problems we have in assessing this is that we so often think of teachers 
as some sort of monolithic entity that all teachers are approaching this the same way and thinking about it the same way and that all students are doing the same thing and this is very false there is not consensus within our staff even about how to approach this stuff on a day-to-day -day basis not they all care <laughs> they all right. care deeply but nobody has the magic answer here and i think that that so much of the frustration that that you're alluding to in some way i think deals from the or comes from the, the the fact that there doesn't seem to be an obvious way to to solve this and and students are different too and i've i have not backed away from from day one in talking about this to my students when the time is appropriate because if i sense that it's all starting to sound too much. We got to stop and we got to talk about it and we got to put it into the perspective that I tried to put it into before, which is to say, you know, <laughs> and it's going to sound harsh and I've gotten some criticism for it, is that we can't stop because it's hard. And if we deliver that message consistently, we give some hope to our kids. Not every teacher delivers the message that way because not every, you know, again, I'm not criticizing them. They, they have their different ways of coping and their different vision right. of this. But, and kids are the same way. Some kids respond super well to this, to that sort of message. But I knew today, even when I said it, there were a couple kids that got, you know, really melancholy about it because they, they, they realized exactly what you had just said. You know, it's three years of this. This is going to stop. And so they do get, it's easier for them to, to, to get down and to want to give up. But I think the majority of my students anyway, and I, you know, I readily admit I teach most of my students are, you know, AP kids and college bound kids. And they, they understand that, that the clock is ticking on getting ready for exams and, and the rest of it. And so, you know, the, that can be different, but every kid, every single kid has to understand that it doesn't matter how fatigued we are with this. And not just, I'm talk, just talking about academics. It goes back to the masking. It goes back to vaccine. It, it doesn't matter if we're tired of it. Uh, it's not going away until we follow the protocols and we, we suffer a little more. It, it's not going to go away. And so I just keep trying to deliver that consistent message that this isn't a political issue. You know, it's, it's, it just, it, I mean, it is, but it sure as heck shouldn't it doesn't be. need to be. Yeah. Well, I think it's, you kind of, it's a bit, the military uses this one, but it's embrace the suck. And it's, <laughs> I don't think it was supposed to be three years of it, but I think it was the idea that a good chunk of mutual sacrifice could get us where we needed to go and the longer it goes on obviously the harder it is to get the universal buy-in you need for that so we're we're out of time here but i okay. i really appreciate this mark this was a lovely interview and i appreciate you sharing all that you shared and really wish you all the best and best of luck to you and your students and finals hey thanks so much i appreciate it thanks again to mark pontoni for coming on and sharing his experiences of the pandemic as a teacher now on to my interviews with Elka Shrink and Marie Adele Grosso. I'm now joined with East Lansing High School junior Elka Shrink. Elka, thank you for joining me. Yeah, thank you for having me. You're a junior at East Lansing High School now, which means 
basically outside of a, a semester at the beginning of your freshman year, you've pretty much been almost entirely going through high school in COVID reality, whatever that's meant at various points. What's that been like? That's kind of like, I, I have no gauge for it. So I just kind of wanted to pose that open-ended one for you. But what's what's that been like? Yeah, it's been, I mean, I'm not really sure exactly like how to describe it as a, there's just so many different aspects to it. Like, I guess it's been really difficult socially with, um, you know, being a freshman and just figuring out what high school is like and then going online for a year and a half and not really having that, um, I guess, social interaction. Because for me, I just kind of stayed at home for pretty much the entire year. I didn't really, you know, I just focused on quarantining myself because I did not, I was terrified of getting COVID. I still kind of am, but it was just weird talking to people over Zoom and having breakout rooms be the only interactions I have with a lot of people in my grade. Um, yeah, that's got to be tough. I guess it's weird because in it's high school, it's still people you know to some extent. You know, you went to elementary and middle school with some portion of them, but you're still like you said just kind of you just figured out high school and then it's like well figure out this new version of high school and it would have been this past fall 2021 fall semester that was what you're only your second semester of high school in person something yes, like that I, I guess it was i hadn't really thought about it but um yeah it's it's really strange especially you know being a freshman your classes aren't super difficult I mean, really difficult at all. You're not really, um, I mean, for me, I didn't have like hours of homework and stuff. And then um, sophomore year, because we were online, it was really just, I mean, I only had three classes every day and there wasn't a lot of homework since it was all technically homework. And so now I'm in a junior and I'm taking more difficult classes and it's been really hard trying to, I guess, learn how to manage my time and how to actually complete assignments that are meant for at home versus working in school. I know this is the first time a lot of my friends and people my age and people I know and my peers have really been exposed many times or have gotten the virus for the first time. So I was curious to ask you kind of the similar thing of this kind of past two weeks or so, three weeks, has this been kind of the most you've seen, I guess, you or your friends or people you know being exposed or having contacts or, or God forbid, you know, catching COVID? Has that kind of been your experience? Yeah, I think it, it definitely has. Because um, I know I talked a little bit about how, I guess, this semester feels, I mean, it definitely feels more normal than last year, because last year is really crazy. But um, so everything feels like it, it has been pretty much the same, except for people are wearing masks and you know, trying to social distance, but like the classrooms are pretty much back to normal. Social events are pretty much back to normal. And I feel like people have just kind of let their guard down a little bit. Uh, it just feels a lot less stressful thinking about COVID because life has kind of moved. It feels like life has moved on a little bit, but it was really insane going to winter break and that going on winter break and then coming back and just half the school is gone. And people, I guess for me, it felt like people weren't really acknowledging it a lot. Like it was just like, oh, 12 people are absent, moving on, let's start with the work for the day. 
It was just we're like, not going to talk about where half the class is. Yeah, it was crazy. And just getting, you know, getting emails about um, you were in a classroom with someone who had the virus. And I just haven't really, I feel like I haven't heard people talking a lot about it, especially because we're taking finals this week. And so I feel like people are mainly focused on their grades instead of COVID, which I, I understand a little bit, but it's still, it I makes wish sense. people would talk about yeah. it. Oh, I I get where I totally get where you're coming from, Elka. Thank you for coming and uh, taking some time and just sharing what it's been like. And I, I I can truly say I cannot imagine my high school experience being disrupted like yours. So I wish you all the best and good luck on your finals, no matter what. So thank you for for spending some time. Okay, thank you. So I'm here now with East Lansing High School senior Marie Adele Grosso. Marie, first of all, thank you for joining me. Thank you, of course, for having me. I wanted to just, again, we were discussing this a little bit beforehand, and I just would like to give you a bit of a space to talk about what it's been like to be an East Lansing High School student during the COVID-19 pandemic. So I think to start, I just want to ask you kind of the, the parameters of it. So it's if my timeline's correct, this began when you were a sophomore? Yeah, halfway through my sophomore year, about. Oh, so this is basically something that you, I don't know, it was, when When did you first think it was going to end? Um, I think when we left, so on March 13th was our last day of school, and I remember really distinctly the day before having an announcement from our principal, Mr. Wells. And I think there was definitely the impression that it wouldn't last more than a month at most. Uh, definitely teachers were giving homework with the assumption we'd be back in two or three weeks. So it was definitely, I think, at the beginning, quite surprising that it kept on going. And every two weeks, we would get an email that was like, we're extending for another two weeks, but we'll be back after that. Right. I guess, did you, did you, so you, you weren't even anticipating this being something that was going to really carry into your junior year let alone now your, the, the extent of your senior year. Definitely not. I think I definitely had a lot of times where I would talk to last year's seniors, so the class of 2021, and a lot of times I would say, well, at least you're going to have a normal senior year uh, because I think when vaccines were rolling out and when we were first getting vaccinated, there was a lot of hope for us just ending up going back to normal. Right. And then what this is probably a little easier question, but what wasn't normal? What really stands out that you guys are, are still dealing with now that was something that was really foreign, you know, in March 2020? Yeah, I think one of the obvious things is masking. Like we have all, hopefully most of us have gotten pretty used to it. But just the fact like constantly enforcing masks and changing what type of mask is best, like with the most research saying that we should be in KN95s if possible, that sort of thing, just changing that um, right. constantly has been different. Um, but then there's also things like a lot of times students won't be in school for isolating or family member has COVID. And we definitely have had to adjust to getting like, I don't know, but every few months or every few weeks, right now it's pretty much every day, that I'll receive a message from a friend that's like, hey, I've been exposed to COVID or I've tested positive for COVID. So it's definitely like figuring out, I think there's a lot more missing school. I also think teachers are very understanding of the fact that mental health has just been deteriorating over the pandemic. 
So we have also had a sort of positive change in that teachers are much more aware of mental health and much more willing to give grace surrounding that. That's a that's a very fascinating point to me, and I don't I don't know that I would have ever thought that it would have taken a pandemic for that, but I'm glad that that's that is happening, and I think that's kind of a, it's a hard thing to gauge. So it's it's good to hear that at least anecdotally that you guys are feeling that way. And is this the the you mentioned the sort of friends texting and saying, "Hey, I've been exposed," or a parent's tested positive or a family member? Is this really been the first time throughout the whole pandemic that? you guys as kind of high schoolers have really experienced widespread like people you know and your friends and stuff like that that kind of exposure and testing because i'm younger ish myself but out of school and i know that recently has been the first time i've really had an uptick in friends and people i know sort of being exposed has that been is that kind of new in this sort of phase of the pandemic for you guys too yeah i think it was a little it definitely I think I had one friend exposed in March and then like March 2020 and then maybe two friends exposed in 2020, 2021 school year. But I honestly, I don't think I can count the number of people that I know who've been exposed at this point uh, with Omicron being so transmissible. And I think a lot of people have, at least at the beginning of Omicron, weren't taking it as seriously. So it definitely did spread very quickly through extracurriculars, um, not extracurriculars, through outside meetups with friends. Not Right, just not within the school itself. Yeah. Um, so I do think like starting right now, it's definitely been ma- a massive increase in students who are um, being exposed. Gotcha. And that's got to be scary. I don't know if that's maybe the right word because you mentioned you're vaccinated and we kind of know what being vaccinated entails with Omicron, but that doesn't mean it's not, it's not concerning. It's, it's still, it's something that's not, it's not comfortable. And I guess just what's, what's that sort of been like? So for me personally, I find it pretty, like, I'm pretty nervous about it. I definitely have heard students like in the hallway say things like, oh, I was exposed, but I haven't tested yet or things like that, where it's a little uh, like you should you be here? (laughs) And I will say I am an incredibly I am fairly careful with COVID. I don't really leave my house unless I am doing a task. So um, like unless I'm like going to school, going to an extracurricular and I don't hang out with large groups of people. But I think I've seen so many people who were incredibly careful get sick that it's definitely more scary. I do feel like for me personally, I'm not immunocompromised. Again, I said I'm like fully vaccinated, but I have seen so many people get sick who were still being just as careful as they could be. Right. No, that that makes sense. And then you mentioned the mental health impact and I don't want to, you know, pry and or anything here, but I guess what's, I I can't imagine as a high schooler having things so disrupted for so long, kind of how I would have been dealing with it at this point. I think there's a decent chance I would have been very checked out and just kind of not engaged at all. How difficult has it been to really be involved and engaged and get through now, you know, into the third year of this? So obviously I can pretty much only definitively speak for myself, but I think specifically like with the seniors and juniors, but almost, I mean, I've heard this most from the senior class, but this always is with the senior class. 
I think people are Naturally. just really done, like just completely checked out. For me personally, I've always loved school and about halfway through last year, I just couldn't anymore. Like it was just like getting through it rather than actually enjoying the learning process. And I also Sorry think to hear that. that being engaged, I think like being engaged in extracurriculars seems easier when it's online or seems easier when there's more permissibility with missing things. But it's definitely actually been a lot more complex because it just takes so much more energy with so many unknowns. So I think a lot of people are also not as engaged in the school community. No, that makes sense. That's kind of all I really wanted to cover. I guess is there is there anything that that I didn't bring up? Like I, the, the idea was kind of to let you share what it's been like. So is there anything that I just I didn't touch on that you think is worth noting? I don't think so. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, this was very lovely. This was a great interview. And I I thank you for, for being willing to share about this and really for being quite prescient about it all. I don't know that when I was a high schooler, I could have uh, could have talked this intelligently about my high school experience. So this is uh, Maria Del Grosso. She's an East Lansing High School senior. Maria Del, thank you very much again for, for joining me. Thank you. So that's all we have for today, guys. I really want to again thank Mark, Elka, and Marie Adele for taking some time and sharing what they've been dealing with. That's uh, it's been the center point of so much of our national discussion lately. That I'm I'm appreciative of them for for giving us a bit of a local insight and really understanding a little bit of what it's been like to be in the East Lansing public school system these past two plus years. So. Thanks again for listening. This has been another episode of the East Lansing Insider, a news podcast brought to you by East Lansing Info and Impact 89 FM. As always, check out eastlansinginfo.news for all of your East Lansing news. And thank you for listening. East Lansing Insider is brought to you by ELI on Impact 89 FM. We are on the web at eastlansinginfo.news and impact89fm.org. Thanks for listening.